Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. Kind of wish I was a attractive, borderline, slutty girl. Because they are just making hand over fist nowadays. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I... I, I... Welcome back to the V show. Yeah, but he's, 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 there's a part of me that I don't know. I'm of two minds about that. Because if you go to the website, you go to you go to the internets, the interwebs. Yeah, right. You can't get away from just a, a women who perceive themselves, and obviously people in their life circle who perceive them as attractive, doing nothing, really. No, just I mean, just walk or they'll dance. But then I also feel like I'm sure changing them because oh, there yeah, are I, a number of people out there. Like there's um, Maria the pilot, right. You know who she is? Yeah, you've talked about her. Stunning Swedish yeah. woman who's a pilot, and they're renovating a house in Spain, and she could look like a foot, and she'd still be an impressive woman. There's another one in France who's uh, – because they're friends. It's, I got, she's as beautiful as the first one, and she, her goal – she loves planes, a true passion for planes. And so she's always doing videos to people probably a lot more knowledgeable about planes than me about the workings of the plane and the, you know, and the history of the plane. And it's very – as I said, she could look like a pusswort, and she would still be a right. very impressive person and there's a number of people like that out yeah. there and so i don't want to paint with too broad a brush right and i also don't want to take away from the fact that just because you're pretty and you're posing like that doesn't mean that you're you know slutty um so i, I want to make sure you know i say that but also i don't want to take away the fact that you have to do something right to self-promote because there's so many attractive people that I are guess. doing that. That that is a skill in of itself. Your True. ability to market yourself. True. So I do. You know, I don't want to take away from from that as well. But no, I mean, well, there's we a- we have a certain. You know, we always assume it's easier if you're especially an attractive female. And I'm not here to oh woe is me for any group. You make your own fate to some degree in life. But I do think it, there's some unfairness. Like I still we're not going to get into Taylor Swift again. But I truly don't understand the. The people getting as irate. The vitriol. Yeah, just Did you hear Colin Coward's rant about that? He's mad about it, too? No, no, no. He was he crushed, he crushed people that were Yeah, because I agree with him. Why I didn't hear it, but he I was mean, terrific. This, this, now that's got a new life of it. Some people are saying, what are you doing? What's the, why is it bothering you so much? But let's put that aside uh, uh, for a minute. I was, um, I was uh, oh, now I lost my train of thought about, uh, you know, people. Get, oh, oh, the, the tennis player, Anna Kornikova. Right. She had a like a gazillion dollars in endorsements 
she was before Maria Sharapova, who wound up being equally endorsable, but right. won a bunch of singles championships, including some Grand Slams. Anna Kornikova never won a singles championship. Right. But she was as beautiful as models, as a, as a working model. She was right. just as attractive as a person who just posed for pictures, basically. And again, right. I'm not sure changing a model. Don't, don't read into yeah, it. Right. It's a skill set. It's a skill set, but she was just as good as any of them. And she was the number one ranked doubles player in the world. Yeah, right. She was. I mean, why would you mock that? I, I don't think Cindy Crawford ever won a doubles match in her life. You know what I mean? I saw her respect. Yeah, right, yeah, I mean, so it's just, but for some reason, we just resent that or them. I don't know. You know, you know what? I, I've come to terms. I'm glad you brought this up because I was, you know, I have my, my some of my best show prep is just driving. Yeah, right. I just will think, and I'll say, and you know my theory of how you can you can detect how the world has evolved from some seemingly innocuous things. For example, I'd be curious what Tucker has to think about this. So, um, the the game shows. Right. Game shows used to be a vicarious way for you to celebrate the winner, which right. was we put five people in there and they played and then the guy won and, and he picked a car and a, and a boat and a stove and wow, yay for him. And, and, and we, we celebrated them winning. Right. Now we don't. We have contests where we put 20 people in a room and systematically berate one of them each week. Until there's only no, one wait, left, and then you kind of got to give him a prize because you got to have a way to end the damn show. So all right, here. Now, what you game? Win a prize. What games are you talking? Oh, about? I feel like, like we've that. kind of gotten away from those. Those were the, like the reality. Yes, well, there's still of, like, more. The there's still aughts. more of that than not. I would actually argue a little bit because the, because here's the point. Like the thing about about Kelsey, for example. I mean, he's got a beautiful girlfriend who is you know it, it's. If he he was on what's his name show McAfee show and talking about he doesn't think he's going to be able to go to the Grammys I guess because he's going to be busy with the Super Bowl right and instead of looking at that as we might wow imagine how great that would be just playing in a Super Bowl and then having your girlfriend up for Grammys we want to tear it down we want to mock it or or find some reason why we should resent it because that's how we're wired now. Travis Kelsey used to have a uh, reality TV or a dating show too did he really yeah. I didn't know that. Catching Kelsey. I did not know that. See, that's why I brought Theodore in. I knew he'd know something about that. So there you go. So, but you, so you think we've gotten away from that? Well, we're see, I we're feel, celebrating winners again? No, I think we've, we've gone so far. We went so far one way where it was. And, I mean, they were, they were fun shows in their own right. But we went from like shows like Fear Factor, where, which was a clever concept, I will say. But, I mean, it was designed to, for the person to do things that were uncomfortable. And eat things that were uncomfortable, or to, I mean, you know, lay in a bed of like cockroaches, something, you know, along those lines. We went away from shows like that and other reality TV shows. Um, they're still present, they're still surviving. I will say you're right. Everything. There are some old school game shows that are coming back. But the other the, thing the is. The very benign game shows that were just fun. Password, and I don't know. I haven't seen The Board. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that one either. But there, remember The Wall? That was yeah. uh, the. the uh, I forgot the guy who was a local bowler's kid or whatever. Yeah, uh, um, Guppy Troop. Troop. Uh, what the hell was his name? Chris something. No, yeah, not Guppy Troop, but Chris. Um, or was it Chris? Troop? I can't remember his name. But he was hosting it, but it went the op like the other way. Exactly who you mean. Yeah. It went the other way to it went from berating people 
to now every single person on the show had a sentimental story that you had to like root for. Like they would be playing and you'd be rooting for them, and then they would be like, "Well, you know, I I'm, I want to give the money to my." brother who's battling ALS or something like that so he can go to college and all of a sudden it went like the opposite way where every every single person was um a sentimental story and it like it had it had to be one of those things where I can't imagine all of these were you know just by chance that somebody was doing something really magnanimous with the money Chris or Hardwick. it was Chris Hardwick, Hardwick or it was for a uh, you know a good cause you know what you know what I'm saying all of a sudden every single Competitor, but and see, like another show, I would even consider this a game show in some regard. Undercover boss, undercover boss, very clever concept. You know, you get the CEO to go undercover and he learns stuff about his own company. Every single episode, there is one person that isn't great at their job that has to have like the kind of either come to Jesus moment with the with the boss, like saying, "Hey, you can't actually spit in the French fries," you know, something along those lines. There's somebody in the middle, and then there's the one that's been like, I've worked at this company for 15 years. Uh, my car blew up, and you know, I, it happened to burn all of my shoes. I've been walking uphill without shoes and without a car for three months straight just because I love the job, and this place is my family. And I feel that even though I don't have a car nor shoes, I will walk here and bleed on the floor and then clean it up. Because that's how much I love this company. And, of course, there's one sympathy story in there. And the boss winds up giving them like $10,000. And here's a car and some new new Jordans. Something along those nothing, lines. Nothing new is really ever completely new. Okay. Because this is even before my time, but I know about it. I was very small, so I didn't really watch it. They had a game show, such as it were, called Queen for Day. Mm-hmm. Basically, that was the contest. These housewives would give their sobbiest sob stories and then they would pick the sobbiest of the bunch and she would be queen for a day and they would crown put a tiara on her and a a sash and fix her washing machine or whatever the hell she was (laughs) pissed off about but uh that was exploitive also well, I mean, like it's to the point where like, I love these stories, but it can't possibly be every single time sure there's a wild sob story. Well, and, and the boss just happens to run across that person. Like it, it comes to the point where like I'm rooting for them, but I almost feel like we've gone the opposite way. Instead of berating them, we have to have somebody that's a sympathy f- figure. Why can't it just be like, hey, my name's Sid. I'm trying to win, and if I if I win the prize, I'm gonna you know probably buy a car or something like that. You know, it'd be great. Yeah, good for Sid. Like, why can't we just have a normal ass person that we can just root for? It's either we have it's a villain that we have to hate or make fun of or laugh at while they suffer, or that poor bastard whose car exploded in a non lethal accident and all of his shoes burned up, and he has to go like uphill, and he is also a single father of two, and he might might have AIDS. Like, it's just it's one of those things where it's like one or the other. And I, I don't understand why we can't just have normal ass Sid. Can't do it. No, but uh, I mean that's that's, um, yeah. I mean it is it is uh, um, Queen for a Day. I was just reading about it. Four women would vie for the sobbiest story, and they would, and it was extremely popular. Uh, the only thing I can think is they that there are two there are two emotions at work here. One is the one where you don't feel as bad about your own life when you see somebody's got it worse. Right, and the other one is the vicarious thrill of wow. For even Joe Everyman, he can win 
a trip to Rome and a new car and a new house. That's right. That's really the lottery, basically. You know, when you see somebody win. You know, the classic sh- game shows still have that. That the, the Jeopardy. It's still just Joe Everyman. On no, that. except might be really bright. Yeah, but like Wheel of Fortune, same thing. Price is right, just Joe Everyman. Yeah, no. There's no sob story. There's no villain. There's no yes. laugh at this person. It's just come and here I, and I try contend, to win a toaster. But I contend that that's why they last longer. I think that's why because Price is Right has lasted and Jeopardy has lasted. And now even Let's Make a Deal is back and running yeah. for a long, long time. For that reason, I believe you can get attention if you're a schmuck for a short period of time. I was time. just about to say, those game shows have they consistently been in eight. Whereas other game shows come, you they're know, a flash in the pan. They'll be a 10 for, a, a for four months. years. Not even that. They won't even last that long. And then they get old just watching somebody be mocked. You brought and, up uh, Jeopardy, and I just saw this video yesterday, and I would like to play it because in honor of Black History Month, it's a very, very funny answer. Okay. One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Schalke. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. Nathaniel, who is Jackie Robinson? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, oh, it would be hard funny. to find an answer more wrong. 1947, <laughs> he had already, I think he was dead, I'm pretty certain. And, you know, and he was, although, you know, that's a that's a very interesting theory. There are some very, it still hasn't taken foot, I'm not sure how much credibility there is, but there is a, a, a an avenue of people that believe Babe Ruth had, African American. Yeah, yeah. I have heard that too. I just read so something. She might about have him. been semi right. They should probably give her a toaster or something. They used to. He used to like whenever they would have those like cross league games where they play against the other league. He would like stay back and play, like talk with the, like the African American guys and like. They May were, have been. He was just a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, he was that's, just that's that's right. Dope the other thing too. So like Pee Wee Reese was that way, and I'm pretty certain he had no African American blood. I don't think. No, don't know, but I don't think so. Hey, tonight, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Louisville, is this for today? This is today? Let me see. Is it, does it say wing zone? Uh, food, lunch drop, wing zone. Today. Women's basketball versus the Cuse, 6.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Bellarmine takes on Kennesaw Mountain Landis at 7.15. I do the same thing. Thanks to Adam and his staff for dropping off wing zone catering to the ESPN Louisville studios. Perfect for your next tailgate. Try the new chicken sandwich. Order online. How would you do that, Bob? Well, let me tell you. Go to wingzone.com, and then you can figure it out from there. There are three area locations in Metro Louisville. Um, Tennessee is uh, coming to town for the Cats. Saturday, Mike Gandolfo, Jason Entz, Zach Cantrell, 10.30 p.m. have the postgame show. Uh, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 elk draw today on their website where you can go out and legally bag a member of the Elks Club. That is un- <laughs> I, that's unbelievable no, to me. No, 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 that's Can't not do that? it. Please, oh, no, we, we do not condone oh. shooting of other people. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Again, I'm not a hunter, so I don't know how that works. I oh. thought maybe no, could. it is elk. It is elk like the animal, oh. non-human elk. Okay, so the elk strike draw. that. Yes, Thank no, you, for clearing you cannot that up. go out and shoot. <laughs> I bagged this guy. He's a banker. <laughs> you tied him to the front of the don't car. Don't get me started when it becomes open for lion season. They get the Lions Club. Well, the Optimist Club. They'll be coming trying to shoot me. Um, so anyway, there you got no. that. The elk draw. Uh, the high school elk hour. Elk is delicious. That's My God, elk is delicious. Tonight is the Thursday. Elk is different than than, than venison. Venison. Yeah, it is, but I forgot how. And moose. They're all the same genre, but they all taste different, yeah. I'm told, from people who are yeah. aficionados of such. I feel like 
venison might be the most lean, followed by elk, followed by moose. So you're not going to get some good fatty stuff, but it's it's still lean and tasty when it's prepared right. Don't forget, Saturday is the Victory Formation Sports Show. And i got to give this guy credit, Jeff Lightsey from 10 to 11, because my understanding is the Victory Formation Sports Show, he comes on, turns the mic on, backs up two steps, and just kneels down. Yeah, he, he does, does that, that for, for an a hour. whole hour. It, it, I, I would be surprised, that, but people seem to enjoy it. So <laughs> don't, the Victory Formation Sports Show. Uh, he, does, he does a good job. We love our man Jeff Lightsey Jr. Also, he was um, on the sidecast um, that we did. Um, during the, you talk like that during the sidecast. This campaign offense is a bad bad pass. Yeah, yeah. No, the no the sidecast we do ESPN Louisville Plus. Like, share, subscribe, YouTube. Give us some follows. It was it was fun. It was me, Bosch, Phil, Sofero, and Jeff Lightsey Jr. Good lord, that's a lot of y'all. Yeah, and can we talk about this? Like this is we need to take a bottom of the hour break. We got to hit our hitter myth. You know exactly what I'm going with this. Okay, so they've been doing something very cool on ESPN Louisville Plus, and I love my guy. I love my guy Sofero, even though like sometimes comes we're... But, here comes a big butt. Like well, because what they've done... A few too many Twinkies. Here comes a big butt. What they do is, for the title, they do a cool animated version of the hosts. So, like, they do one for the Kentucky postgame show. Okay. And it's a cool animated version okay. of Entz and Gandolfo and Zachy C. Okay. All right. So then we do one right. for the ESPN Louisville, they, like, sidecast. It's Sofero, it's Phil, it's Bosch, it's Lightsey, and it's me. Do and you have a this head? is what I look like. Look at the size of that fucking head. Like, wow. no, seriously, that thing is freaking huge. I don't know. They made what, you very handsome, though. No, they didn't. I look, like, I look like I can't be near a school. No, you don't. No, the, that looks fine. The beard is blonde. I look jowly, and it's, my it's, head is it's, gigantic. It's very coiffed. Your your hair is is trimmed. It's not. Yeah, but I don't look coiffed in my like. I have like a receding like hairline. Uh, no, you, I don't think so. You're being very nice. No, you're I, being I, you're I, being I a parent. I think you look fine there. I don't like it. Okay, and you do have a big head. So I do have a big head, but I don't need to be reminded of it. I don't. I think that looks fine. Sorry, I'm on their side. No, I'm taking their side. Well, no. Okay, okay, okay. Compare it to everybody else. Look, Bosch, fine. Phil, fine. Sofero, happy. Lightsey Junior, cheesing. Me, hey kid, you want to have some candy? Chris Beard dilemma. Who wants some hugs? Why is it a Chris Beard dilemma? Well, we were talking about Chris Beard, and we were talking about the pros. All you guys have beards. No, we were talking about Chris Beard. There's you know. a coach named Bald with Sephora and been talking about that. Hey, how you doing? That was funny. But seriously, my head is bigger than all of them. No, it's not. Whoever's in the middle, that's Sephora. That's Sephora. He's bald. Of course he's going to have more head showing. He doesn't have any hair. That's a ridiculous theory. You're being very nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I love to get fired up about stuff, but I just I can't, I can't jump on board with that one. Sorry. Uh, Process says I look like a pedophile. Produce? Produce, produce texted in. Is he in jail yet? <laughs> not see. yet. Uh, knock wood. Look at that. They, they got you. Nice F-bomb, Nick. F-bomb. People dig the F-bombs all the time. Heard your story at the end of halftime with Paul about a Clemson fan giving you $10 for the waitress. Thought it was so funny. Didn't hear how that ended. Yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, the, the, we were seated. 
This was at the urging of the Clemson play-by-play guy, who's a very nice guy, Munson, his name is a very nice man, but he wants to be elevated, and okay, but it's pretty far up. It's about as high up as we will do a game, to be honest with you. There are some that are, you're off the floor, but you're not nearly that high. This is, It's still an okay location, but it's also, like a lot of arenas, when you get up high, it's a way to sell seats for additional money. They made them like some sort of like luxury box things, so... We were right in the midst of people who have, you know, outlets at their seat and cup holders and a, a tray and you can sit. And then there's a waitress who comes and can wait on all the people there. So at halftime, we were right behind a row of these and there were people ahead of us. And this guy came up and he's reaching out to me with a $10 bill. And I was like, what is the hell is this? Uh, especially when you're on the road, you always think it's going to be something snarky. He says, would you do me a favor? I was like, mm, okay. He said, would you tip the waitress when she comes back? I, was, I didn't know what he was talking about because I had noticed her because I was busy trying to work. And so I said, I, he could tell I would look puzzled. He said, there's, there's a waitress. She'll see her. She's standing around. She's got a small computer terminal in her hand because and, and, she's taking everybody's orders. When you give her this because um, we're going to go. <laughs> It's halftime. <laughs> so we're not going to stay for the second half of this. So I said, sure. So she came back, sure enough, and I gave her 10 bucks. And then she wanted to get me stuff because I guess I gave her a tip. And I was like, I can't really. I'm working here. So, uh, All right. Look at this photo that. that my man Alan from T-Shirt Hooligans made. And now I feel bad. This is I am so trucked up. My God. My therapist, my shrink, they got to be listening and going like, well, he's, he's locked in for quite some time. But... I feel bad that I've insulted my own picture. Like, I'm going to hurt the picture's feelings of me. And because I'm starting to think that he looks kind of earnest. He does, you know, he, he doesn't. He looks fine. Nobody likes pictures of themselves. Oh, I usually do. Oh, okay. Like, well, I'm like. You uh, got that theory. So uh, well, no, well, no, that's. It depends. It depends. But I am. I do feel like I've got a, a healthy ego. Sometimes I'm faux humble. But. This, my man Alan from T-Shirt Hooligans found my LinkedIn photo and made that cartoonish. That's fantastic. I think I look a little better there. That looks much more like you, yes. But. Who did that? Alan from T-Shirt Hooligans. Well, I like that. Shout get, out Alan Thomas. Get a shirt. You should put that on your shirt. A little thing and make it a shirt for the show. Just. <laughs> just <laughs> what would that face be saying? You Not to you. lick the sprinkles off your donut or Nikki, whatever. What sayings Nikki do I v. have? Guest, uh, you know, uh, re- re- replacement. Does, I say replacement, then I'm pushing myself out the door. Uh, fill-in host for the V show. Does this guy or look creepier than the other guy? Co-host. That looks way more like you. This looks more like me, but now I'm starting to hate this guy, and oh. I feel bad for the other guy. The no. other guy right, might look you're... a little creepy, but he's nice and Let's... he's friendly. This one looks like he's trying to sell no. you something. No, that guy's is better and looks more like you. And now leave it alone before you drag the listeners God, into your parallel bless. universe. I have a massive head. I like. I didn't realize it was this big. Do no you wonder take I was any stock C-section. in the idea that continuing to get, let the losses and embarrassing scores pile up is cruel to Kenny. I never agreed with that, but fans are angrier and angrier after every loss. I think Gary Parrish tweeted about it. Yeah, he did. He did. I saw that. I have an owl on my head in my favorite picture of myself, says that same texter. That's good. That's pretty cool. Can you pass that photo along? I genuinely want to see that. An owl on his head. I low-key, just to piss Jamie off because he hates it when I use that term. Sure. Even though I don't think it's really slang. Okay. I low-key love owls. Okay. Like, owls might be, like, on my list of favorite animals. 
Don't look at me like that. You have you're, favorite. You're just, no, you do. You I'm do just, this. I'm just. I love I'm you. Backing up you and do giving this. you lots of room because I don't know where the hell you're going. And I am somebody who, in the show, goes down the rabbit hole. That's but, what I'm saying. I mean, you run down Theodore, rabbit holes with this, me every even now. For him is this like he's on the right wing? He's playing left defense. He now he's playing goalie. <laughs> now he's taking a face off at center ice. Now he oh whoa where's he going right? Now? Oh my god. Well, to be fair, now he's on the power play. Guy and he's on the penalty kill. He's been out there for four solid minutes. Get him off the ice. Why is he putting on a ref uniform? Yes, now, now he's right. Now he's blowing a whistle. Did yeah. you know yesterday was uh, what was it? International Zebras Day. There we go. Yeah, that was Gage's. Uh, Gage's. We want to know Wednesday. I've had a lot of coffee today, but I love owls. Uh, I really do. I okay. I'm not sure what a response would be. The closest well, what, I can what animal come... do you have that like you? Because everyone has their animals they go to. That's their favorite. Oh, there's Ken. We need to ask him. Like, but then every now and again, like, there's an, an animal you kind of don't immediately think of. You, like, what's your favorite animal? There's the picture he sent it to you. The guy That's awesome. Like, Look at that. It's on his hat, though. It's not really on his head. It's on his head. He's it's just wearing head. a hat. I don't. I don't. You can do anything. I've completely lost control of the show, so I don't have any idea. What's your favorite animal? Why are you making this weird? I don't know. I never really thought about my favorite animal. Everyone has a favorite animal or oh, one that comes so to now mind. You made me weird. I don't have a favorite animal, so I'm weird. Well, because you're overthinking it. You have an animal that is up there as your favorite, and then you have other ones that you're like, you know what? I really enjoy that animal. And that's what an owl is for me. It's like in my top five. Fine. Go to break. I, I, I'm, I'm the weirdo. Whoo. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Thank you, Tanner. Wow. I like our dog. I like our dog. Size. Tanner, what's your favorite animal? Tanner has one. Like, besides a dog, because that's like an obvious answer, like a panda. See? There. Boom. Why'd you have to make it so hard? Panda. Because I don't have a favorite really animal. Yes, you do. Everybody I like birdies does. and eagles. There you go. You I like don't eagles. like bogeys. Oh, golf. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. That was, those are my favorites. <laughs> I really love that. Oh, you get that from a golf calendar? <laughs> never up, never in. <laughs> February 1st. All right, I'll, I'll make you a deal. When we come back on the other side of this break, I will desperately try to find three animals in no particular order other than a dog yeah. or a cat Okay, that I like. Thank you. And I'll give you three that I don't like. That's easy. Even better. That's more sports well, radio. I hate mice. Okay. Maybe even more than rats, because mice are just really... Rats at least eat pizza. ...creep the crap out of me. But they're so, so cute. So I don't like mice. So we'll start with that and go from there. ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Be a part of the show. 
Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-968. All right. I'm Zoo Books on the V Show. Dragged kicking and screaming into this debate here. We have a hit or myth, too, if we want yeah. to do it. Um, I don't... I don't Somebody texted me and said, Jackrabbit is my favorite random animal. And I got to admit, they're adorable. But, you know, the, the Internet ruins everything because I don't a- want them. But I keep getting these videos of how na- cruel nature or killing animals yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and there's one too. today that was titled, I don't want it. I don't want it. Called Rhinos Never Forget. And this this alligator's trying to eat a rhino, which is a bad bit of business for him. And in the next frame, without exaggeration, there are 30 rhinos absolutely annihilating this alligator or crocodile or whatever the hell it is, just throwing them around and ripping them to shreds. And I'm like, I don't want to need to see that. So rabbits are always getting ripped to shreds. Yeah, I kind of feel bad. So So, yeah, rabbits could be on my list. See, I thought they were going to go with the jackrabbit is a very famous sex toy. Oh, is that what he's talking about? Maybe. No, maybe it's I a think sex this story. was legit. He says, my favorite random animal. I think that's... I, I don't... I think he might have said, I really enjoy Nick, Jack get Rose. your mind out of the gutter. Come on. I'm now. just saying it is. And our text line sometimes, I love them, sometimes can be a little cesspooly, so... No, it wasn't cesspooly. Nothing wrong with sex toys. You could... No, there's nothing wrong with a sex toy. Max is an intern. He's a practically a child. You have to... <laughs> we have to awful. I have to cover his ears now. <laughs> oh, boy. Poor he's Max. Practically a child. Practically a child. <laughs> he's, he's in the corner crying. I don't want to hear this. Why are they talking about this? Oh, jeez. Stop Sorry, it. Sorry, Max. Sorry, Max. Um, koalas are adorable. That's a good one. Ooh. Can Pandas I ruin those are for you? adorable. Are those the ones that they. they... <laughs> Standard knows exactly where I'm going. What did he say? Right I don't want to root koalas because I love them oh, too. For the love of God. Now what? They are rampant. I'm talking oh, I rampant. Know. sexual, right? They sex they sex each other or themselves or they have the workers. So or- much chlamydia. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. If you look up koala bears and chlamydia. See, this is why I don't go through that's why I don't go down this road. I'm sorry. It's it's, it's there's they're all disgusting. Your own dog is disgusting. It you is, really but want to I don't think he it has drinks chlamydia. out of the toilet, for God's sake. And then he licks your face. So what do you you know, you, you just it's like sausage. You can't think about how it's made. So you just can't go there. They have those videos of the the zoo keepers in in china or wherever they are yeah and they have are those koalas or pandas what the hell are they they're china is panda some, so and they come out and they roll around oh, they're adorable they, that's why they're one yes. of Tanner's so i don't want to hear oh so pandas are they filled with like gonorrhea what is their problem what I, do they have? i don't know well they have they have I a just know they're like almost extinct yeah they have the one th- issue they're almost extinct because they have like the smallest window to get pregnant like so, they have like the worst like ovulation of like any animal. You like you literally have like a week to knock up a panda. <sighs> See, just well, that, that doesn't ruin it. It just has a hard time. Well, nature sucks. Reproducing. I mean, that's the whole point. Your brother has it right. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people listening. Nature doesn't look. Kentucky suck. It's just wildlife scary. is going to get mad at me, but. I mean, it's just it, it, that's how Jamie feels about everything outdoors. He doesn't want to eat outside. He has one reason to go outside. And you know what that is? Golf. To play golf, and then that's his outdoor activity. And the rest of it, the rest of his life, he's perfectly happy to live indoors. And it's and because nothing good happens when you're out there. 
Well, I you, didn't even you, pick any animals yet. Well, you said, you know. Pandas people. and koalas and rabbits. Okay, I'll take Pandas that. Pandas and koalas and rabbits are your favorite animals? Fine, if it'll make you happy, No, yes. I like that. That's a good mix. How about I, giraffes? That's about, your list, Boo Boo. You could put, like, whatever you want on there. I can't. Videos drive me nuts because, like, first of all, everybody hates everything. We already established that on yesterday's show. Right. See the podcast if you want to hear that. We've established that two days ago. And, but there's a video, and, and there's a part of me that now I, I don't hate it, but I get caught up in it also. There's a video of this dog who's running around three deer. Okay. And the video, people videoing it are laughing. Look, he's trying to, these are his friends, because that's, we want to, we want to anthropomorphize all the animals. Robert Klein right. has a great bit about that. He says about like monkeys, you know, that they, they generally don't all uh, roller skate, wear little tuxedos, <laughs> and and smoke cigars. You know, they, and and they will if given an opportunity. Eat your baby, you know. And but we in the circus, you know, we wouldn't see that. Hey, look at little look at little uh, Bindo there. He's adorable. He's skating. He's eating my baby. You know. And so that's <laughs> it. So that is we look at that. So we want to believe that. And the dog maybe is trying to play. But the more I watched it, the people who are being the haters, but in this case, sometimes they're right, are like, that deer's not playing. The deer is chasing him, not like your dogs will do it, where you know right. one comes in front of the oh, other. Oh, they do the little jump they do chase little thing. thing. That's what this dog's doing. The deer is trying to stomp his head. If oh, really? you watch, the deer's going up and trying to step on his head. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> the that dog deer, is just like, this is so much this fun. This is fun. And they're screaming at the, the, figuratively screaming at the video, saying, that's your dog. What are you doing? You're putting him in harm's way. Don't you? If that deer ever catches him, he's going to kill him in two seconds. And so, Jeez. yeah, so you can't love anything, even the little Bambi. It's always so cute. And meanwhile, Bambi's trying to kill the damn dog. Yeah, but there are some videos where the they animals- They come into the house. Those are the ones that amaze me, how they take seemingly um, wild animals and they become, they do become friends. I, I realize yeah. they're bribing them. I mean, they feed them. And so, but like the one, there's a whole bunch of videos where the people, the deer comes into the kitchen. Yeah, and they just you know give they feed food him. Yeah, they, he's good. They, and the, one of them plays video games with him, so I don't know how he does that. There's a video of nose. a coyote and a badger, and they go on an adventure and they like walk through like a pipe together, and it is the most adorable thing yeah. ever. So, I, so I mean, I get it, and I love those videos, but I also am smart enough to know there's there is a wild side. To there's nature. a wild side of nature. Texas is, is quite thank primal. You. you just ruined my favorite animal. Thank you. I'm just so, I'm sorry, but we're all adults now, and they didn't put that in the zoo book. The zoo book it was all about. I didn't realize eating one, which is the one. And which climbing. is the one that's really nasty? The rhino or the hippo? The hippo. Yeah, the rhino's not. The rhino's a vegetarian, right? Yeah, and it can't see. It's just the, its worst thing is it's nearsighted, like badly nearsighted. Really? So it can't see spit, and it runs into stuff, and but. Yeah, for the most part, it's pretty harmless. A but hippo... The hippo will kill everything. The you, hippo catches more bodies, I think the second most bodies of any animal behind behind, behind mosquitoes because oh. they got malaria. Like, I think mosquitoes kill the most See, he's people really good there. on We Want to Know Wednesday with I a think, bunch of morbid things. I don't know. Th- th- I think that's 80% true. Pretty sure. But hippos do not mess around. They this, kill people. Uh, this, this is a lister gets it. Likes orca, tiger, and great white horse. Nice. It's a good mix. When I was a kid, I used to love poison dart frogs. I don't know why. They were colorful, and I thought they were pretty, and they were cool. And I was a big frog fan because of the river frogs. And I also kind of thought it was cool that they could kill stuff because they had, they had venom. They, they were the epitome of F around and find out because they 
weren't going out trying to kill stuff. They're just happy in the woods, being all brightly colored, eating bugs. But if you so much as like come near them, they have enough venom to like kill an entire planet. And I kind of like that about them. They're just you know quiet, talk, you know what, walk walk quietly and carry a big venom stick. I understand that everybody's got to eat. Yeah, but I, I do like when the videos come up of the one where the animal is going to be prey. And somehow, oh yeah, when it gets away, gets away, or more importantly, her, like their friends come and they all gang up on the predator, yeah. and chase it away. See, this is this is the thing, which I, is not bad, which is kind of bad for me because nature's nature, and I should just mind my own business. But right, I don't like. It. See, the thing is, as you get older, like I'm not rooting for. Uh, when you're a kid, you root for the prey, you root for it to get away, for the most part. When you get older, you kind of feel bad for the the poor lion. No, like, because the lion's like have a salad for god's sake the lion's out there just trying to hunt and then if he doesn't bring home the the food he's going to get berated by his wife all the little lions are going to be annoyed and all of a sudden you're like i relate more to him just frantically hungry trying to chase something way faster than me and not getting anywhere and having to go home and be all pissed off and all of a sudden it's like you relate more with the lion that just got its head kicked in by the zebra no, I relate to the cartoon animals that like drive cars. You know, and <laughs> Miguel like, Gorilla. Yeah, and, and you know what was the it? crocodile called? Um, Wild crocodile. No, I can't I know. I always like see him, like front and center with all the Hanna Barbera cartoon guys, and I can I never know his name. I know Top Cat. Top Cat, love Top Cat. Miguel Gorilla, Huckleberry. His Hound. name was Wally Gator. Wally Gator. There we go. Now, now, because this is the V Show, and this is what we do. We have done no sports this hour. Why would you bring that up and give fuel to the fire? To I'm just saying. Us? Like, I didn't mean to, but we have done none. Now, here's what we're going to do, though, because it's okay, only that 40 awesome. seconds long, and you know it's coming here. Here we go. And hit it. There it is. The most effectual top cat. Call him TC. Quality. He Big is, fan. For people who don't know what he is, he's broke. He lives. He's an alley cat. He has no money, but he acts like he's rich. And there's a part of me as a little kid who had a great sense. I was a goody two shoes, so I resented the fact that he was a bad guy. He's like right. he walks by, he takes, he steals a construction worker's lunch. Right. He, the guy opens the door for him. He flips him a coin, and as the guy goes to close his hand, there's a string around the coin. He pulls it back. Yeah. Once eats, I entered the service industry, I immediately was like, "Oh, truck this guy." Yeah. He yeah. eats in a restaurant that he can't pay for, but you can't help but root for him because he's charming. He's damn charming. Yes, and his, and he's got his friend Benny, who likes a pastrami on rye with lots of pepper. I remember that. We wanted they a just Wednesday. An There's episode. another little bit of the news that I just found out the other day. Did you know that the U.S. deli? I bet you even uh, Tanker doesn't know this. That uh, the U.S. deli traces its roots directly to pastrami. 
Okay, the U.S. deli sounds like a, the Department that. of Sandwiches. Like The United States deli, if you want to call it that, the history of delis in this country, started by, I don't know the guy's name, you could look it up, I believe it was in the late 1800s, came over and had a recipe, family recipe, for the way you can prepare meat as pastrami. Delicious. And started selling it in New York, and New Yorkers felt like you did. They were like, wow, this is ridiculously delicious. And so they all started to make beat a path to his door. And uh, and it just got became a tremendously successful enterprise. And then he said, well, like a good businessman, we're not just going to sell pastrami then. We'll sell other types of meats and cheeses. And hence, the deli was founded and started. Thanks to pastrami. Thanks to pastrami. So if you like a good deli, which we don't really have many of here. This Stevens and Stevens. Yeah. Oh, Good Belly. There's a new, new place called Good deli? Belly. It's not really a deli. Eh, kind of. They make sandwiches. That's so Subway. It's not a deli. Eh. No. Are you talking about Pot Belly? No, no. Uh, there's, there's a new place called Good Belly. It's over by where Hammerheads used to be. And then there's there's uh, there's Jason's Deli, which is a very broad. Well, the, what the, is the there's definition? no deli deli. New York delis, you walk in, they serve it. It's like the deli set. You know, the closest thing to a real deli deli is the deli section of the grocery stores. You go to the Kroger or something, the deli, well, you can you give me a half a pound of ham, a half a pound of turkey. I want a you know, quarter of a pound of Swiss cheese. That's And salad, right. I'll take a That's a deli. I want all the ham. That's a deli. Yeah. A but, store selling, this is the definition of a delicatessen. Okay. A store selling cold cuts. Yep. Cheeses. Right. And a variety of salads. There you go. As well as a selection of unusual or foreign prepared foods. There you go. And that's not with those other ones. The, the, uh, I don't agree. I the don't obsolete agree German word delicatessen is a plural form of delicatessi and means delicacies ready to eat foods. There seems to be some debate, as a texter tells me and sends me a link to this Wikipedia. The German food company Dalmeyer is credited with being the first delicatessen created in 1700. It became the first store to import the German population bananas. Oh, well, this was in Germany. It's not here. No, no, sorry. No, no. That's the origin in there. But in the United States, it was because they brought, I'm telling you, they brought pastrami. What exactly is pastrami? It's, uh, you know, that's a it's great brined, question. Looks like it's brined beef. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, there's different types of it, though. There's different types of Benelli. Of, uh, pastrami. Of pastrami. Benelli. Make my own word up there. Benelli sounds like a real thing. It does. Pastrami is... Hey, I'll get a half pound of Benelli. It and, does. Uh, yeah. yeah right, like it does. It. it sounds like Benelli sounds like something. We should make it. We should invent Benelli, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have we're gonna have a cow and a pig. And combine them. And they're going to combine them. And then what part of the body are we going to cut for the meat? Just cut, uh, it's the butt of both. Fascinating history of delis in the United States. We'll make our own meat. Benelli's, I like those though. Benelli also kind of sounds like Bialy. So it kind of sounds a little bit like a a, a baker. Is that the guy that gets paid by the Mets? Oh no, that's Bonilla. Never mind. (laughs) Bonilla, that was good. Pastrami is a food originating from Romania. Yeah, that's the guy that brought it over. That's right. He was Romanian. I'd forgotten that. Usually made from beef brisket. Yep. Later recipes use lamb, pork, chicken, or turkey. 
The raw meat yeah, is turkey brined. pastrami's good. Yeah, it is. The raw meat is brined, partially dried, seasoned with herbs and spices, then smoked and steamed like corned beef. There you go. Pastrami was originally created as a way to preserve meat before the invention of refrigeration. There you go. So now you know the practical reason for it. You know what it is. Uh, Texter says, thank you, pastrami. Yes, you're right. Pastrami's awesome. I'll be grateful for pastrami. Uh, I want some pastrami now. I do, too. I'm really digging a pastrami sandwich. I'm going to have to go after the show and get one. Who's got pastrami in town? Steven Stevens? Yeah, probably. I wonder if... uh, Frank's. Frank's, I think, does. Do you think that... uh, Frank's is a deli. The sub pub does? The, The pub sub? Publix? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't had a pub sub yet. I just have to point this out because I love America. We used to live over by the Ford plant. We don't need more. Right. Go around the corner there. You go down Chamberlain Lane and you go down to Brownsboro Road. Right. I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I hope you do. But there's there's a Dunkin' Donuts not far from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that corner, I happened to notice they were clearing land for something. There's a big sign, coming soon, Kroger's. Oh, okay. Well, now they're going to get a Kroger's here, which is they really didn't have that far to go to get to a Kroger's. But that's Kroger's strategy. I get it. So there's going to be one in that neighborhood that's helpful people sometimes will walk to the store not everybody has cars whatever so they're going to build a Kroger within two months directly I'm talking about directly across the street I went by the essay big sign coming soon Publix wow (laughs) and it begins right across the street from each other the grocery wars begin it's unbelievable how the world works there was when we used to live in southern Indiana over there off of Charlestown Road I guess it was and it pissed me off that they did this. In that little shopping center in Sellersburg. I know where you're talking about. There was a Rite Aid. You know yeah, what I'm right. going? I know there exactly. was a little Rite Aid in there. It was very small. Right. So across the street, they built a... Walgreens. Walgreens. Big, super Walgreens. Within minutes, Rite Aid shuttered the place up in their little shopping center, went an eighth of a mile up the road, and they built a, a standalone Rite Aid. And as if it were in one of those late-night commercials, oh, but that's not <laughs> all. If you order today, you'll not only get now a full-size Walgreens and a Rite Aid, but dire- they could share a parking lot. Directly across the street is a CVS. <laughs> I know. Just- I know. Unbelievable how there was no demand for a big drugstore in that market. And within two months, there was a demand for three different kinds of them. I mean, I guess it makes sense in the sense that, you know, if whatever, demographically, this makes sense to put a store here. Well, dang it. They put one. Well, it doesn't mean that the demographics don't hold for a pharmacy. So we'll just put it five, five feet over and five feet over. The demographics still say. Yeah, you should. I guess have a I shouldn't be shocked. Lewis be- Hamilton's moving from Mercedes to Ferrari, by the way. In right now, literally as we speak, there's a video of him getting out of one car and going over and getting in the other car. That actually is a big story. Okay. Well, no, if, I mean for if F1, you're a Formula yeah. One fan, yeah, yeah, certainly. But if you're not, you don't give a rat's ass. Uh, but like, I shouldn't be surprised about that because when we moved here, I'd never lived in a place where there were two pretty big malls. Yeah. Within right next to each 500 other. feet of each yeah. other. But if you think about it, like, uh, is that just like the business model? Well, there, but I'm saying there were two of them. There was Green Tree yeah. and River Falls. Right. Pour and then here is Walt St. Matthews and Oxmoor. Yeah, that's a good point. They're right next to each Literally, other. Literally, you can walk from one to the other. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I mean, like, how, how often do you see a Target and a Walmart or a Meyer and a Target, like, right next, next to, each, to other. each other? I don't understand business completely. The Mall Road. Or Mall Road. 
uh, off of Newburgh. No, Newburgh. I think it's off of Newburgh. It's literally right next to each other. Walmart and then Target. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they're right next to each other. And there's a Lowe's over there as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Fascinating. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll Mark story, and then we'll. I'm wrap... doing a spontaneous parlay today. We'll wrap the show with uh, spontaneous parlay. I don't know if I want to do a Santa Claus. There'll bet. be a sp- spontaneous parlay, and also a hit or myth. We can do that to wrap up the show. But we'll take a. Um, uh, uh, top like of the to, hour break. Can I'd, you? I'd like to point out to the listeners, since it's radio, they can't see, but I know that uh, Terry can see on the other side there. That um, that like a real talk show host. Look, I've got a mug with a handle now. Nice. All look at talk you. show hosts have the. That's mug good. The mug with the I want the text line just to. I want them to guess what my name is, because Why I've been you? called four today, and it's awesome. Trevor, come on. Yeah, Why would you confuse them, Theodore? I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense. Text in what what Tommy's real name yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and it's it's just tofu seems to be. Really, really <laughs> well, we're running out of tea names. <laughs> really are. I I need I need a novelty keychain kiosk so I can just turn it over <laughs> to tea. <laughs> Terrence is getting upset. I think. Come on, tofu. We're just kidding. All Take right. a break. And Sorry, we'll Tammy. Back. We'll be back with more radio. Stay with us. ESPN six eighty one zero five seven.